We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. This is Greg Olson, here to tell you about my new podcast, TE1. On the show, I had a chance to talk to my fellow tight ends who have revolutionized the position from an extra lineman to a dual-threat superstar. And just like my guests have changed the game... This year, NFLSundayTicket.tv is revolutionizing your NFL viewing experience. Stream all the live out-of-market NFL games every Sunday on your favorite devices and never miss a moment from your favorite players. Visit NFLSundayTicket.tv and use the promo code GREG88 at checkout and get 15% off your subscription. That's NFLSundayTicket.tv and the promo code GREG88. Subscribe to TE1 and get NFLSundayTicket.tv. An unmatched dual threat. Blue Liar. New England standing QB Jimmy Garoppolo to 49ers. We believe we found the right guy. Garoppolo, quick pass, caught by Kittle. He dives, and he's in. Touchdown, 49ers. What is going on, 49ers fans? Welcome to Striking Gold, your 49ers podcast on the Blue Wire Network. This week's episode is sponsored by BetOnline.ag, Deal Dash, and Sunday Ticker. My name is Rob Lauder. I cover the 49ers. Not joining me today or tonight or whenever you're listening to this is my usual co-host, Eric Crocker. I know, I know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, but he is currently driving back across the country. I know he drove back to Stockton, California, where he is originally from, and now he's headed back to Arkansas, and that's at least a two- or three-day trip. So he's in the middle of doing that right now. We were supposed to record yesterday. 
which it's kind of a double-edged sword. I'm glad we didn't record yesterday because obviously we've got some news to bring you today and the reason I'm on here right now. But at the same time, and I didn't know this and I don't know how to how how it exists or how it works, but apparent in my neighborhood yesterday or in my area, it was a big chunk of Fresno, both Comcast or Xfinity Internet and Verizon's cell phone service went out at the same time in the in their entirety. So yesterday I was without cell phone service and I was without internet for about 24 hours. Maybe not 24 hours, maybe about 12 because it was uh it was out while I was at work sometime during the day and then it didn't come back until sometime during the early morning or the early morning hours today, which is Wednesday, no Thursday. So I really was completely incapable of doing anything productive yesterday. So I we were supposed to record yesterday um, on Wednesday, but that prevented me from doing so, which in a way made it to where I could record this after the obvious news, but made it to where I could no longer record with Eric Crocker because he's on his way across the country. So it was, you know, obviously unfortunate, but at the same time, gives me a chance to jump on here and do a, um, a what's going to be a shorter pod because it's just me and we're just talking, um, just talking news. Uh, but it's not with Crocker, so you know, I'm sorry, I'm sorry to those of you that are incredibly disappointed. Even I'm disappointed. But we did put out questions for a mailbag episode, and we are still going to record that, whether it's tomorrow. I believe he's he's supposed to get back into Arkansas tomorrow. Um, if we're recording that tomorrow night or Saturday at some point, uh, you will have that relatively soon. We're not going to wait all the way until uh, next week to do that. So you are going to have that um, whenever Crocs down. So while I know I'm letting you down with the absence of Eric Crocker today, we will be back, both of us, soon to record that mailbag episode, and uh, and we'll get his thoughts on George Kittle's new contract. So yeah, that's I, I'm jumped on here. I uh, wanted to jump on here as soon as I could because I'm back at school now. If you didn't know, I'm a school teacher, um, not with kids right now, but we're all preparing for that on Monday. And during the day, George Kittle signed his officially. I don't know if the forty the forty nineers haven't made it official yet, but. Um, news broke that Kittle would be signing a brand new five-year, $75 million contract extension. So big time. Um, pretty much what everybody was expecting. I mean, not the numbers aren't mind-blowing, mind-blowingly. That, that's definitely not a word, but I'm going to use it. Like over what everybody expected. Um, he's getting an $18 million signing bonus. And $30 million of his contract is guaranteed at signing. So without having played a down or participated in another con- training camp practice, George Kittle's contract is already worth $30 million. So uh, it's it's a pretty impressive contract. And throughout the length of it, he gets $40 million in total guarantees. Um, I believe a huge chunk of that or that entire chunk is guaranteed um, for injury as well. So if he were to get hurt, he would obviously still get a huge chunk of his contract. My first thoughts, this was always going to happen. Despite the hashtag and the, I don't know, just the overall urgency, the overall, like, it was almost like people wanted to create an element of 
urgency and uncertainty and worry that the 49ers, for some reason, were not going to get this done. That the 49ers, for some reason, were not going to pay the NFL's best tight end in one of the best players in the NFL. I, I never really understood the fact that, and I said this on, on Brian Peacock's Locked On 49ers podcast recently, it just was never worth worrying about. Because in the end, it was like, if you're not going to pay George Kittle, who are you going to pay? And the 49ers, in my opinion, were just always going to pay George Kittle. Things would have to just absolutely collapse like a black hole for them to have not paid somebody like George Kittle, who in every single way embodies the type of player that you play, that you pay, excuse me. So I wasn't shocked when it all came out. It just, it was what it was, you know, and he's getting paid. He's averaging $15 million per year, which is well above prior to this, you know, prior to today, Wednesday, or excuse me, Thursday, the, the high league's highest paid tight end. Before that, the league, before Kittle's new contract, the league's highest paid tight end in a per year basis was Hunter Henry, who was scheduled to make $10.6 million. And then right behind him was Austin Hooper, who signed with the Browns this offseason. He's going to make $10.5 million. So Kittle comes in at right around $15 million, and he blows the door off of the market. So it's not close. And that was always what I expected to happen. And in a way, it represents how I also felt like the tight end market didn't really apply to George Kittle. It obviously does in a way, but his value and his role in this offense was just so much more significant than most of the the only other tight end whose role in an offense was as profound as George Kittle's was Travis Kelsey, in my opinion. And then you go like a small step down and you have Zach Ertz, who's, who's still very important to the Eagles. So to me, the, the, the actual tight end market and, and the, the fact that guys like Hunter Henry and Austin Hooper were sitting atop it just never really applied to George Kittle to me. He's just He was just such a valuable piece of the 49ers puzzle you know, a cornerstone even, you know, which is an essential player that it just, it won it. It never occurred to me that the 49ers wouldn't get it done. I always assumed they would. And I always assumed it would be quite a bit above the market. I actually thought he would get maybe 16 or 17 million. Um, and he got a little bit less than that. So I do feel like both, this is kind of a win-win for both parties. Kittle still crushes the tight end market. And the 49ers get a very, very, very valuable player for kind, you know, and, and again, I'm not saying tight end. I'm saying a very valuable player, a very valuable playmaker for not a premium rate. If you go to wide receivers, and yes, I understand Kittle is not a wide receiver, but I'm just talking about playmakers, guys that make stuff happen. Kittle is like the let's let's count this out. Julio Jones, Amari Cooper, Michael Thomas, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Kittle would be is now the twelfth highest paid pass catcher in the NFL. He falls just underneath Jarvis Landry's fifteen point one million and just above Devontae Adams fourteen point five million. Now in, in in terms of what some of these guys are making now, Devontae Adams actually seems a little underpaid, but you know, there's there's no question that George Kittle is so much more valuable 
than somebody like Jarvis Landry. Adam Thielen makes $16.2 million. DeAndre Hopkins is a steal at $16.2 million as well. Brandon Cooks at the, with the Texans, $16.2 million. And obviously that was the Rams contract traded over to the Texans. So, I mean, there you can make – there are so many people that are still making more money than, than Kittle that you could argue are not nearly as valuable. And there will always be the argument, yeah, well, this is the tight end market. The 49ers could have just franchise tagged George Kittle, allowed him to play this year completely underpaid. I think he was scheduled to make $2 million. And then they could have franchise tagged him for, I believe, last year it was about $8 million. And then they could have done it again. It obviously increases in value, but they could have drugged this out and saved themselves a lot of money. But I, I would offer kudos to the team for John Lynch, for Pragmarate, and whoever else, and, and for, for not bringing it into that realm. Because when you go into that realm, there's always – Bad blood, if you will. It, it just never there. It opens up the door for any kind of report that questions the, you know, the relationship between the two parties. It, it just you've seen it countless times. How many times that franchise tag stuff tends to just kind of muddy the water and and it just makes things unpleasant. So it's a kudo to the 49ers for being proactive and getting it done before it got to any of that. because And we obviously know that George Kittle wasn't deserved, didn't deserve to get into any of those types of circumstances. He earned this payday through and through, 100%, without question. And I, I do give kudos to the 49ers for getting it, getting it done, despite knowing that they had that avenue. Um, you know, It's not to say that it would have been smart, because it wouldn't have been, in my opinion, but they did have that avenue, and they completely avoided it, and George Kittle is now on cloud nine, and he gets to come in here and just continue to do what he's doing. Because if, if you know anything about him, he he's the polar opposite of a guy that you could even begin to say is a get-paid-and-chill type of guy. You know, he's, he's going to keep going like he's going, and now he's getting paid like the best tight end in the NFL, which is what many consider him to be. So great situation and like i said it's it's great value just considering what kittle means to the 49ers um in a way you know what because i don't know how long for sure this podcast is going to go we're going to get a quick word in from my sponsors we're going to hit them up and then when we come back we're going to talk about george kittle's impact on the nfl and how he's already changing the entire scene so we got sunday Sunday, Sundays are coming back in the NFL. We are right now one month away from the 49ers 2020 debut against the Arizona Cardinals. With SundayTicket.tv, you can stream every live, out-of-market NFL game every Sunday afternoon on your favorite devices, plus Red Zone and DirecTV Fantasy Zone channels, never missing your favorite teams and favorite players. No matter where you live, NFLSundayTicket.tv is your key to the most glorious Sundays ever. Use the promo code BLUEWIRE at checkout to get 15% off your subscription. Visit NFLSundayTicket.tv and use promo code BLUEWIRE. I've never owned Sunday Ticket, but I've always sought out Someone that did. And that's definitely something you guys can do. Get in with your friends. Use promo code BLUEWIRE. Get Sunday ticket because having all of those games at your disposal is an absolute – it's just football heaven. 
So like I said, NFLSundayTicket.tv, use the promo code BLUEWIRE and, and, and get in on that action because there's nothing like it. In addition to Sunday Ticket, we've got Deal Dash. And I know you guys have heard about it because you've been a part of Striking Gold. If you haven't, it's the best, most honest bidding site where you can win things you'd never expect at a price you'd never believe. They have over a 1,000 auctions every day on electronics, appliances, beauty products, home decor, and even cars. Here's how it works. It's like an auction, but every item starts at $0 and only goes up one cent every time you bid. The kicker is that the auction clerk restarts after just 10 seconds. That means every time you bid, everyone else has 10 seconds to answer or the item is yours. If you go ahead and buy now, Deal Dash is offering our listeners an extra 100 free bids upon sign up on top of their other discounts. Go to DealDash.com and use the offer code STRIKE or DealDash.fm forward slash STRIKE, S-T-R-I-K-E. Strike as in striking gold. That's deal dash, D-E-L-D-E-A-L-D-A-S-H dot F-M forward slash strike, S-T-R-I-K-E. And last but certainly not least, we've got bet online. We know sports are coming back and so are your chances to bet on your favorite teams and events. Major League Baseball is back in action. There's no better place to start wagering than our exclusive partners, Bet Online. Check out all the odds, futures, and props to bet on. They're all available 24-7. And with the return of sports, Bet Online sat down with former pro players Eddie George, Harold Reynolds, and seven-time NBA champ Robert Horry. See what they had to say on what it'll be like to play without fans in a series they're calling Fandemic. Visit betonline.ag for all your odds and up-to-date sports news. Remember to use promo code BLUEWIRE to receive your new welcome bonus. That's promo code BLUEWIRE. BetOnline is your online wagering expert. Man, BlueWire is moving up in the world. Three ads today. I think the most I've ever had is two, so, so we gained one more. But good for BlueWire, man. Shout out to Kevin Jones, former 49ers beat writer, uh, left the beat to go start up Blue Wire, and it's just exploding, man. Can't can't say enough good things about Kevin. Okay, so we're talking George Kittle and his uh, his contract extension with the 49ers, five years, seventy five million, huge, blowing the doors off the tight end market. But in so many other ways, because you know if you're going to talk Kittle changing the landscape of the NFL in his own way. The first thing you're going to mention is him just drastically altering the tight end market. $15 million per year. Literally minutes after Kittle's deal was announced um, by the, the bigger media members, it, it was also announced that the Chiefs were working on a new deal for Travis Kelsey. Because if I look right here, Travis Kelsey's contract is relatively cheap in a per year basis. He's making just a little over $9 million. So it doesn't take a genius to see that that's fairly underpaid. So what the, the Chiefs did is they created a new, they created an extension for Kelsey. Um, I believe he had two years left on his deal. They added four years and $57 million in new money, basically right underneath Kittle's $15 million 
Um, it, it comes out to basically like 14 and change. So, you know, the second best tight end in the NFL is the second highest paid tight end in the NFL. All is right in the world. But it's just it's it's interesting to me just how quickly something like George Kittle and his new contract instantly alters the landscape of the NFL. You know, you're talking about a guy who was a former fifth round pick, overlooked for <laughs> four entire rounds of the NFL draft. Um, and if you were to look at his stats at Iowa, you wouldn't blame anybody for overlooking the guy because he just didn't get a lot of action there. Was an excellent blocker, but just wasn't part of their their you know their overall success as a receiver. So he and then you know he has a good rookie season, and then in 2018 he just absolutely lights on fire. He breaks the NFL receiving record for a tight end with 1,377 yards. I believe that's the number. I'm going to make sure I double check that before I get done recording. Uh, he's almost, he's just under about 50 yards under 3000 yards, which is the most by a tight end in three seasons. So the guy just steps in and just instantly starts altering the landscape of the NFL and the tight end position. You have the Seahawks who essentially just gave up two first round picks to trade for former jet safety, Jamal Adams, who they straight up said, George Kittle, it was a portion of why the the Seahawks felt like they needed to make that deal because they feel like Jamal Adams stands a chance to neutralize George Kittle um, or at the very least compete against him. So that's another way where he's just kind of influencing what other teams are doing. And obviously, like we already said, Kittle's contract immediately sparked a new contract with Travis Kelsey. Seahawks go and get Jamal Adams just because the 49ers have George Kittle. And just his ability is just going to – he's going to be the 49ers offense's primary, you know, what do you call it? He's who the who opposition is going to be game planning against. It's just – it's impressive for a guy to step in like that and just have the impact that Kittle had. Another interesting detail and in, in, in another way changing the NFL, Kittle's contract that he signed with the 49ers, his guarantees with for that, that particular year – trigger in December. Normally the contracts that the 49ers write, their guarantees trigger in April. So essentially what that does is it it makes the 49ers I mean it, it's hard to talk about George Kittle as if there'd be any question for his roster status, but you never know. But it forces the 49ers to commit to George Kittle every year well before they're used to because essentially if they're going to get rid of George Kittle because of any guarantees that they don't want to pay, they're going to have to do it in the middle of the season. Unless they just want to forfeit his impact throughout an entire season, sure, they could cut him before a season starts when they would normally cut a player. But with George Kittle, his guarantees trigger in December. So if you would like George Kittle's services throughout the season, you're going to have to honor the guarantees that are going to trigger during that season. And it adds a lot of value in the contract to the player. In in contrast, these guarantees are normally triggered in April, where teams can sit back. It's not during the season. They could break down the roster. They can look at their draft plans. They can look at the free agent market. And they can then they can look at your guarantees and they decide if they feel like they want to pay that. So many players get cut because of these these contract elements. And 
the fact that George Kittle was able to change that in his contract will open the door for more players to do this, whether they're negotiating with the 49ers or not, or other teams. So it's just, it's, it's interesting. And there's probably more elements of that December guarantees that I'm not even considering, but to me, it, it makes the team commit to a player's contract, commit to his guarantees or, or risk losing that player the entire season, you know, you're, or unless you're willing to just cut that player right in the middle of the season, it's just, uh, it just dra- dramatically alters the process of evaluating those guarantees and whether or not they want that player to remain on the roster because it's going to happen during the season. And I mean, with the way the 49ers are playing right now, could you imagine like in a future, let's say they're still competing for championships and you have like, there's going to be no decision on whether or not you keep George Kittle in December or, you know, in November when you're starting to to think about playoffs you know, conversations about George Kittle's guarantees just won't be on the radar. And that's kind of what I feel is the point of, of changing that date is it's just unrealistic to consider cutting a player like Kittle during the middle of the season to avoid his guarantees. It's, it's just an eerily, eerily interesting element of this contract that's going to change the way these deals are done uh, with the 49ers. And, you know, like I said, there's probably another perspective out there that, that would be able to add more meaning to this, the way these guarantees are triggered in December than I would be able to. But that was just another interesting aspect of this deal. And it's just, a, a, a you know, the, all those elements come together to just show you how much George Kittle is altering the landscape. And he just, it's been really, really impressive to just see his rise to what he is now. You know, he's considered the seventh best player in the NFL by his peers, and he could have been higher. You know, if you look at that list and it's just interesting, these are all just interesting elements to to talk about, to consider stuff we can hit on, on striking gold, because that's what we're here to do. Um, Another thing that I'm going to talk about, and this is a bit more, some of it, I don't even want to acknowledge some of it. It's just interesting. Okay. And I'm, and I'm sure if you guys are listening to striking gold and you're active on social media, particularly Twitter, you're, you're going to see some of the stuff you've seen in regards to this George Kittle contract has been, what's the word I'm looking for? Just odd, to say the least. I don't recall a 49ers contract that was so, that drew so many, try not to say this in a rude way, false reports into the fray. And I know what you what you're probably thinking of right away. If you've been keeping, like I said, if you've been been up to your social media lately on Twitter, you probably know what I'm. You're, you probably already have your own idea of what I'm referring to when it comes to reporting. But to me, it was there were so many reports, you know, in the last month or two, from just for lack of a better way of saying this, random 49ers fans, random 49ers fans, just randomly saying. Hey, I've I've got sources saying the George Kittle deal should get done this weekend, or or you know it could get done next week, or you know what the something something went wrong, so the the George Kittle deal is going to be done uh, probably next week. Um, I got I've got sources that say George Kittle is is unhappy. I've got sources that say the two sides are way off. And it's like the weirdest thing. 
And it's it kind of undermines the business of being a journalist, establishing sources, learning to, you know, to develop the trust necessary to author those kinds of reports. And whether that's a relationship that's been built of trust with a player, with an agent, with somebody in the 49ers front office, those things take time and, and they take legitimacy. And it, it's it's hard to explain. Luckily, I had the uh, the benefit of, of working under uh, Sacramento Bee's Chris Biederman for a couple years. Uh, I think more than that, maybe three. And he was he's just a professional through and through. And he always taught me that, you know, never you should never be in a rush to report anything. If it's something that no one else has reported, he always told me you need at least three sources that kind of confirm the information you've been given or or at the same time, it could be a key source. So let's say you were trying to confirm. George Kittle's contract, and you happen to have John Lynch, the 49ers GM, as a source. That's something where you don't necessarily need to source it to th- or, or confirm it with th- two other sources because it's John freaking Lynch. You know, if George Kittle told told you what his contract was going to be, you know, it doesn't get any more reliable than that, essentially. Uh, when Adrian Colbert current safety starting safety for the dolphins was he he was cut by the 49ers and he was on the open market and he had some offers and he signed with the Seahawks practice squad he told me he knew I did my thing on Twitter and covered the 49ers and he told me that he was signing with them he'd already signed the contract when he told me and I guess we're friends we play call of duty together we've been playing call of duty together for years and he just told me so I didn't have to necessarily com- confirm that with two other sources because it was Adrian Colbert himself. So when you see these countless, I'm not countless, so many just little reports of, oh man, my my sources are telling me this and um, I'm hearing this. And, and it's just like, and of course, essentially all of them are wrong. You know, none of the, these predictions or anything ended up being accurate Or it's like the Nostradamus stuff that's so general that, of course, it could be correct. That'd be like me reporting a couple weeks ago. I think the 49ers and George Kittle, or or my sources tell me that 49ers and George Kittle are going to get a contract done before the the season starts. If I'm wrong, there are very few people that are going to remember that I even tweeted that. If I'm right, I get to retweet myself and look like a genius. Because it was so general to begin with. Woo, look at this guy. It was a lot of that going on, and I don't understand it because you just have to understand the business and what it takes to to develop those sorts of things. It just ends up looking silly, and I wish people wouldn't do it because it's just not worth it. It, it literally it anyways, I'm gonna I don't want to rant on this anymore. But when I first mentioned reports and their them being questionable, I'm sure you've probably thought of uh, Grant Cohn, who now writes for Sports Illustrated, he reported yesterday that the 49ers and George Kittle were going to announce an official contract on Friday, which is tomorrow when I'm recording this. It's currently Thursday. Um, and then he broke down all the numbers. Uh, in, roughly, they were. He he broke. He reported that the George Kittle was going to sign a six-year, ninety-four million dollar contract, um, about fifteen point eight million per year. Uh, 50% guarantees with a $25 million signing bonus. And unfortunately, that didn't necessarily pan out. And I know Grant is taking it in the teeth. 
Um, and, and that may be deserved. I've said this before. Grant's a nice guy. I like Grant a lot. He's a good person. Um, I said this on, on Brian Peacock's Locked on 49ers podcast. Grant's kind of like a heel from the WWE. A heel is a bad guy. Somebody who it's their job to be a little bit of controversial. And then a baby face is a good guy. So little WWE lesson there. Grant is kind of like a heel on Twitter. I've met him many, many times, spent a lot of time with him. He's a great guy. I, I, I love the guy. But obviously, he took a risk in reporting this George Kittle contract, and it didn't all work out. Now, at the same time, I even offered a little bit of kudos to Grant on Twitter because he was the first person to break that the 49ers and George Kittle contract was imminent. It was happening, and it was going to happen very soon. Like I said earlier, there's been a ton of people to say they were working on it, but Grant was the first person to step up and say, look, this is happening. Here's when it's happening. And then right after Grant tweeted that, Ian Rappaport, Adam Schefter, they started to kind of like churn their own news. And it wasn't necessarily Mike Silver. It wasn't necessarily echoing what Grant was saying, but it was. You know, obviously Grant had it was on to something because everybody started to confirm that. And then the very next day, boom, he signs a deal. And and I and I when I offered my kudos to Grant just for kind of being on it, you know, and, and I have more to say about this. I do have more to say about this. But I also said that, look, Grant was the first person to report that it was imminent and his numbers were a little off. And, and everybody was like, oh, he was way off. He was off on years. He was off on guarantees. Well, the first probably talking point in a contract is always years. How long are you going to re-sign this guy for? The moment Grant was off on a year, everything else was going to be off. Grant was off about about, about the cost. I think Grant, yeah, Grant reported $94 million, six years. And George Kittle signed for five years, $75 million. So almost the cost of a year, you're instantly off that the moment you miss the year. You know, you're instantly $15 million less or almost $16 million, You know, you know what I'm trying to say. The moment the years weren't the same, the entire contract was going to be wrong. The guarantees change. If those are based off percentages, those numbers are going to change. All this stuff changes just because it was off a year. Now, again, you have to be careful when reporting these things. You have to trust your source. You have to, you know, confirm it with multiple people if you feel like your source isn't, you know, directly tied to the situation. And, you know, it, it, Grant was close, and he was. And I, I have no doubt that he was on it, and I have no doubt that he was, you know, he was he was doing his best. But ultimately, it was what he reported was wrong. And, it, you know, that's it's not really a um, it's not a laughing matter. It's just you know this that's their jobs, you know, and. Sometimes it doesn't work out, and it, and it could it could be something serious, depending on how Sports Illustrated wanted to handle it. But I'm not going to sit here, and definitely not going to sit here and you know talk about or you know whatever I'm trying to say here, speculate on a man's career. But you know, Chris Biederman actually tweeted today. He's like, our job is to be correct, not first. So obviously making sure that your report is correct will always take precedence over the the pace and the speed at which you report something. And we've how many times have we seen that in anything, guys, in anything outside of sports? How many times has something been reported super quickly and it ended up being wrong? We've seen it a million times. This is not the first. This is not the last. 
I just wanted to talk about Grant's report a little bit. And again, I'm not like, I'm not hammering Grant. I'm not defending Grant. I'm, I'm just, just talking about it. You know, um, my personal experiences with Grant and, and, you know, me liking him as a person are irrelevant right now. It's just one of those things where, and, 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 and Grant's report was just, despite being far more legitimate as far as where it's coming from, was just the end of a long line of random people just saying that they have information. And I, and I don't mean to rant on this. Hopefully I don't just seem, you know, it's in, in no way is this sour grapes. I'm not out here like wishing I had the kill scoop. I haven't put in the work to have those sort of things. Not even close. No way. I, uh, you know, somebody gets a scoop like that, I'll send them a DM and congratulate them. I'm happy for them because that's that's a huge deal in this industry. Um, so I don't want to get the impression that I'm that. It's it's just you have to be smart about these things. You have to be careful about these things um, because it's just you, we know how the environment out there is today. For anything news related, um, everybody's ready to to tear you down when they get the chance. So, you know. If anybody out there is thinking about tweeting about who's next, Fred Warner's contract extension, don't don't do it. <laughs> don't do it. You know, unless you can confirm that shish with three different people, all reliable, all trustworthy, don't do it. It's just crazy. It's crazy. Be right, not first. Chris Peterman. I'm sure he wasn't the first person to say that, but, you know. So anyways, that's just interesting to talk about. It's It's been a weird – Kittle's contract and his impending you know, extension has just been a weird ride. It's been a weird ride. It just, it just brought forth so many interesting storylines, so many interesting tweets, so many interesting articles, so many interesting takes, so many interesting opinions. It's, it's, I'm actually just honestly sad that it's over. You know, the 49ers have finally locked him up. There's no more mystery. They've got their guy. He's sticking around. You know, I'm I'm just sad that it, it ends this whole charade of weird things. You know, and like I said, hopefully I don't sound like I'm just railing, just an old man sitting on my porch talking to myself. But it's just been George Kittle's contract has just been one hell of a ride, and I'm sad that it's over. Um, but I mean that's that's really all I got for you guys today. I just I did not want to, you know, Crocker's busy. He's driving across the country. I did not want to wait to talk about George Kittle's extension with you guys. Um, obviously, the best tight end in the end in the NFL is sticking around for, I think, technically six more years because it, it adds to his current contract, and there'll be added money for this year, so George Kittle's not making $2 million. But we're going to have he'll, – he'll be around. He'll be a 49er a long time, and I've, I've said a couple times, I feel like George Kittle's one of those guys that you can expect – not expect, that's the wrong word – it wouldn't be a surprise if he spent his whole career with this team. He's just that type of guy. He's that type of warrior. He's that type of football player. That he's just, you know, he's like a Joe Staley, but at tight end, in my opinion. There's just you don't you don't ever really get a lot of reason to to let him go. So to let a guy like that go. So I think George Kittle's going to be around a long time. I think he's only going to get better because his his game is in no way perfect. He's an incredible blocker. Um, I want to see him start mossing dudes like crazy. I want to see him start going up and over the top of people and, and bringing the football down and not saying he hasn't done that. We've seen him do it. 
But I want to see him just just keep evolving and keep. I, I can already tell from some of the videos I've seen this off season of, of his of his movement and his route running that he's continuing to evolve. But I just want to see more of it. You know, I just want to see more. I want to see what he's. It's his fourth year. Like in no way is Kittle done improving. And and a guy like that, I just don't expect to regress. That's just not really an option for someone like George Kittle. So. I'm really just looking forward to seeing what he becomes and, and his continued evolution as a player and as a tight end and as a person and his place in this team. You know, he's such a he's already such an incredible leader. I just instantly think about that play where Raheem Mostert, shout out to Raheem, um, he fumbled that ball and I can't I can't remember who it was. It might have been against I think it was against the Pittsburgh Steelers. And he fumbled that ball and George Kittle kind of saw it and he kinda like you could tell he thought about being pissed. I think he hit himself on the thigh pads, and then he immediately ran over to Raheem, who I think was still on his knees after fumbling. Who, if you don't know Raheem, Raheem wears his heart on his sleeve. He's a very um, genuine guy, and he was probably feeling like crap in that moment after just fumbling the ball. And George Kittle just ran over and grabbed him under his armpits from behind and yanked him up and and kind of get, you know gave him a one arm hug and walked him towards the sideline. And and that's just I mean it's. Those are the types of leaders that you want anywhere in life on a football team, you know, alongside you and with, with whatever it is your, your job is, maybe as your boss, just leaders that genuinely care about people. And, uh, and that's the type of person George Kittle is. So there's just so many, I couldn't say enough good things about the guy. Um, and I'm just really looking forward to seeing where he goes from here because it's going to be, it's going to be fun to watch. And, and you guys can, can take a nice long, deep breath knowing that he is going to be around for, for a while now. Um, it's going to be fun. That's for sure. It's going to be fun. And I instantly think of him pancaking that Falcons defender and, and just the camera was just right in his face as he's just laughing his ass off after just pancaking a Falcons defender in the end zone. So, but that's George Kittle. And, and, and you guys should just rejoice in the fact that he's on this team and we get to, to witness his shenanigans on a daily, weekly basis. You know, it's a good thing. I think that does it for me, guys. I wanted to just get on here. I know I couldn't be with Croc, and again, I apologize for that, but I wanted to get on here and break this down with you guys and just talk, and hopefully none of that was, was too much of a rant. Um, but you guys know how we do it out here. I appreciate you guys for tuning in. I appreciate you guys for tuning in even after I told you Crocker, our boy, wasn't going to be here. Um, and you can find me on Twitter at Rob underscore louder, L-O-W-D-E-R. Hit me up. Tell me you listen to the pod. Tell me what you think about George Kittle's extension. Tell me what you think about um, what sources you have and, and what new information they can bestow upon us in the 49ers community. Um, shout out to Dr. Disrespect, who made his uh, return on YouTube this week to over 500,000 viewers. If you don't know Dr. Disrespect, he's the, he's the back-to-back, 1993. 1994 blockbuster video game champion true online gaming celebrity um it, it's he's incredible but anyways i'm just really going off dr disrespect is like a george kittle in the video game industry but look him up you'll see him it's goofy uh, i appreciate you guys thanks for tuning in you're the best um but for another week actually not for another week i promise i'll be back on here with with eric crocker soon a couple days to break down our mailbag questions um, but for, for another episode of Striking Gold, we are... Uh...